Hey folks, uh, Measure Twice Cut One special announcement time. It is, yeah, we've got a special announcement. And this is a, a real good one, um, because we are going to be announcing today, and for the next few episodes, that mm. uh, we're in the process of arranging um, accommodation, transport, and going to Sydney for a major meet-up this yes, year. Yes, And it's in conjunction with? The Woodworking Show. The, uh, the what is it called? The Timber and Woodworking Artisan Show, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah, yep. so we're, um, we're just waiting on um, a confirmed date mm -hmm. that we can uh, organise. We're, we're thinking it's around Queen's birthday uh, time, so yep. about the 13th, 11th, 13th of, uh, of June. But we'll have more on that as soon as we get more on exactly. that. Exactly. And, and what does that mean, Chris? It means... Uh, People who potentially would like to come along, we've given uh, giving a few months mm. notice here. Yes. And you can notify us on our socials uh, if you if you have an expression of interest to come along. Yeah. So um, we, we need to know numbers fairly quickly so we know what size bus to get. We've already got about ten people, haven't we? Uh, I think it's about ten. Yeah. yeah. Already. Yeah. So if we all get... the usual suspects have already climbed on board. So yeah. We could have a convoy. That'd be good. Convoy. <laughs> Yeah, so stay tuned, folks, and uh, yeah, we look forward to getting up to Sydney and meeting everyone up there. So yes, should be great. Looking forward to it. Too right. G'day, folks. Welcome back to Measure Twice Cut Once. Um, I'm Dirk from Sumo's Projects on YouTube and Instagram. About the only two places I'm hanging around nowadays. Um, I was going to say something, but I thought... Yeah, no, just, just don't, don't, mate. <laughs> and uh, sitting next to me is the uh, one of the best um, long jumpers in the world. <laughs> Unless been, it's off a cliff, mate, it ain't going to happen. He's been known to represent uh, good old uh, Australia in the Olympics a few times, and uh, he's a master of that sport, so... Without further ado, let's introduce Built by Hoss, Built by Chris. Don't go changing my channel name. Man. No, all right. Yeah. He's on YouTube, he's on Insta, he's anywhere you want him to be. Yep. He, uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again, various police stations around the country. Performs very cheaply too, so <laughs> to, yeah. look him up. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, Chris, so um, once again, let's make mention of uh, a little thing we're having going on at the moment, this... Uh, Actually, yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk okay. about this uh, very I'll generous just, gift. I'll just, I'll just put it down, relax. All right. All right. What do you want to talk about now? No, no, I'll do it now. Yeah, okay, so... So we're talking about this generous gift from Rob. Yep. Um, uh, it's going to be... Uh, the, the, winner is, the winner is going to be someone who we've used their idea for a, a topic yeah. for the show, so whoever we pick. But I think we should um, leave it to the end of the season before we award it. What do you reckon? Well, yeah, it's um, we did have a discussion with Rob, and he did agree that whenever we want to. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it gives gives me enough time to work out how I'm going to get my hands on it. It won't be happening. I'm yeah, taking no. them back home. See how that works? Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> now it's a hundred dollar Bunnings voucher only in Australia, and um, yeah, only open to Australian residents. Uh, yeah. Yes, Australian residents, mm -hmm. um, Victorians. North of the border. Do, do they have the Bunnings anywhere else in Australia? Nah, nah. No, it's, it's just Victoria? All there's right. one in Shepparton, so I'll it's... have to go suss it out if it works. Okay. Um, I've got one just down the road if you give it to me for a minute. Yeah. 
So it's been a fantastic season so far, Chris. Yes. Um, I've enjoyed the, the new editing you're doing um, in our intro. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. Oh, the opening? The opening. Yep. Yeah, I told and, you. You and wouldn't listen to look, me. Look, we, we had creative-type uh, discussions in the past. Chris thought my original one was a, a Christmas theme. It sounded Jingle. too Christmassy. Well, you've got to have happy. We start the measure twice cut once in a happy mode. And now we're getting into more professional type, you know, yeah. presentation yeah. because the caliber of our guests have brought us up to that level. Caliber. Is that uh, a pun where we're going with our yeah. guest today? Well, it may have something in common with it, but uh, oh, okay. yeah. We've got a guest. We have got a guest. Yeah. Okay. I thought we'd already uh, spoken to this guy. Uh, yeah. Technical difficulties beyond yeah. their control, blah, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> what what happened happened on... on... All right. Well, Tom, we, we, uh, we <laughs> shot an episode with this guest um, and... It's it's all it was all his fault. Yeah, we were echoing badly on our end, so um, we had to do it again. So yeah, yeah. All right. That's so, all I'm going to say. No, no. But how did we fix that problem, Chris? <laughs> my tech guru, my tech guru, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Came in and um, performed a very very difficult uh, procedure. He turned the computer off and turned it on again. Well, how about that? Yeah, yeah. So Hallelujah. I, I, I didn't do enough schooling to learn that particular procedure, but no. uh, yeah, it's all it's all good now. Is so, that, is that? Yeah, the ID ten T problem. It was an ID ten T problem. So, uh, let's get on with the show. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. are starting yeah. to get weary of us. I know. Today, uh, on Measure Twice Cut Once, we have a, a very unique and special guest who is from Narrabri? Narrabri. Narrabri in, yep. in New South Wales. He uh, His features, or his products are featured more so on Instagram. Yes. And that is Woodby Whitey. So mm. we'd like to now bring him in. Invite Whitey to the show. All right. G'day, Hoss. You look Harry. like you're in trouble. Yeah, Harry. Thanks, mate. Um, I've, I've been trying to sand up this blank, but I just can't get it shiny enough. Mate, I've got a two-part solution from Custom Creations. Really? Does it work? Give it a try. I will. How'd you go, mate? Harry, that was the best stuff you could have given me. Look how shiny this pen's come up. That is superb. I oh, love it. Brilliant. How you going, guys? G'day, Grant. How you going, mate? Good. I think we should change it to uh, film three times, publish once, maybe. <laughs> that has merit, you know. It does. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's, 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 yeah. So we, 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 I think we've got all the problems sorted now, so... Let's ask the questions that we asked before again. The thing is, we got we got all the technical issues sorted, but we've forgotten what we asked him. Um, we're, we're out of powder, mate. We are. Oh, well, thanks for on the, being on yeah. the show there, Grant. That's all right. <laughs> I can see you still got the same makeup artist because nothing's improved your end. Oh, jeez. <laughs> bit what? harsh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, let's 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 start with uh, the, the beginning, obviously. Yep. Um, why do you, you've, uh, 
obviously got a knack to make some really good woodworking um, things, namely cutting boards and that. Give us a little bit of a background of where your uh, creative flow began, mate. Mine, mine begins probably years ago. I've, I've always dabbled in building stuff. My, my father, I, I get it from my father. He's always built stuff. He was building anything. So that come about. I never really enjoyed woodworking because of measured twice, cut once. I always measured once, cut a thousand times. Um, and then so it doesn't fit, force it in. <laughs> Yeah, that's what she said. Um, so, <laughs> so as I've gotten older, I've, I've obviously my patience has, has gotten a lot better, uh, and along with that, I, I think just building quality. The what I expect has, has also risen. I, I'm no longer just pushing out simple, simple things that you just stick over there. So, um, I, I think you guys wanted to talk about the upper market, obviously selling a product at a, at a higher rate, which is basically what I do with, with my stuff. Um, I don't like to think something I sell goes out there and is going to fall apart. Um, so comes with that is extra hours of quality control my end, I guess, um, and ensuring something I sell is going to last. Now, that extra time is obviously money because time's money. So I like to believe that the extra money that I'm charging for my products is justified for the end quality product that you're getting. Well, let, let me just say that I've seen one of your boards and um, they are incredible. It's, it's a really, really, really nice board. And, and I, I think, that, I think you're undercutting I yourself. Well, it's a, there is a fine line. It's mm. the the time and effort it takes me to make a board. I do not get the I do not recoup the money back from that. That's I'm out of pocket every time. Um, as you said with your board, it's uh, you find it at exceptional quality, and that's what I strive for. That's that's what keeps me up at night, thinking someone might have one of my products and they're not a hundred percent happy with it. Um, so it's safe to say then that you're only doing it because you really, really enjoy it and not to make a million dollars out of it. That's exactly right. I, I do it for my pleasure. And part of that pleasure is the pleasure that you get when you receive your board or your item and you're ecstatic about it. That, that's then what lights my fire to keep me going. Beautiful. In, in um, recent times, I, I did see a post or a video from Izzy Swan. Um, I'm not. Do you know who Izzy Swan is? Yeah, 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 I know Izzy Swan. He's quite an intelligent bloke. Yeah, so he, he did make a short video stating that making cutting boards can potentially earn you six-figure sums of income per year. Now, yes. uh, he said it's it's probably one of the oldest and easiest means of uh, generating uh, some sort of cash flow. You know, and that builds momentum and it can establish you into a like a business scenario. Uh, ABN and all that. But, you know, he said once you build up a customer base, a clientele, however you can get your product out there, it becomes a, a simple thing because a cutting board is basically a pattern, isn't it? You follow. If you have templates, you can make them quite quickly unless they're end grain and that. But, um, yeah, is that something like 
one day you might say, geez, this is not bad. I've got a uh, potential, you know, second income stream here. No, um, not for myself. It, it's, it's a hobby and I want to keep it as a hobby. Um, yep. Once, my theory is once I convert my hobby into my job, I'll start not liking it because that adds the pressure of timeframes, products. I've got to put, yeah, I've got to keep a roof over my head. I've got a young family. I've got a wife. Um, she's got a job, but we we both need to keep food on the table. Um, she's she's always suggested I can go down this route, uh, but it's it's not guaranteed. It, it's only so many boards you can sell. Yes, you can you can branch out and build other stuff, but I'm in a stable job, and this is just a hobby sideline hobby. I did once turn my hobby into a job years ago, and I ended up hating. Hated my, my job, yeah. hated my hobby. All right, well, then, going down that line, then, uh, once once you come into retirement from your – you're only a young fella anyway, but uh, once you come into your, your retirement, would it be something then that you would keep doing to, to generate income after you, you retire? Yeah, and I more look towards – once I get that that age, I'll have grandchildren, so I'll be doing grandchildren things. Uh, the board thing was a an accident. Uh, I've always wanted an engrain board. I made one for myself. My wife said to me, "What do you want that for?" We've already got cutting boards, so we gave that to her brother as a, a present. I put photos of it on Instagram, and then all of a sudden, everybody else wanted a board, wanted a board, wanted a board. So. It's just an accident that I tripped over and I guess my personality is I, I can't sell something. You're, you're buying something from me. I, I can't sell it to you knowing that there may be a problem with it, a fault with it, and it's not 110%. Fair enough. Yeah, but um, you're, sort of, you're sort of, in a way, underselling yourself because you look at, um, you know, we, we say quality control and Chris... A while back, show me some photos of uh, some furniture that his uh, sister, I believe, purchased yeah. from a, you know, well, well-renowned type uh, retailer, mm. and um, it, it sort of fell to bits. And when Chris peeled back the, you know, the material and that, the joinery was absolutely atrocious. It was something that a, a kindergarten student, you know, could have made with a staple gun and you know a bit of glue, but yeah. and it, it was that bad. So, yeah. you know, like. I know we're our own worst critics and I think you've got to get past that barrier to say what I've made is probably better than some of the stuff you can purchase out there. Yeah, but you've still got a bit of pride that you want to put into all your you work. You put the yeah. pride in and, you know, like your pride should and the quality should then have a little bit of a reward mm. as far as, you know, a fair pay for a fair day's work. Yeah, and I fully agree with you. And a lot of people, it's it's the name that sells their product. They can be mm. pumping crap out left, right, centre. People are still going to buy it because it's the name. Mm. Um, but at one, at one point, the same thing's going to happen. Someone's going to go, this is crap. Um, I, I can't live with that. That's something that would do me in. It would it, make me in my hobby, knowing that I've sold something to yourself yeah. and you've got it home, open it up, and you're not happy with it for whatever reason, uh, uh, the boards come apart or there was a, a fault in it. And and that's, to me, that's my integrity is, is what I sell. That's my integrity. Once 
that starts to get varnished, people are going to start turning their nose up. So, you, in a sense, it's it's more it's more the wood by whitey brand that I'm trying to say is quality. So, you think wood by whitey, you think quality automatically. Yeah, um, I, I think I know. I know. I think I know the um, what you're trying to say is uh, if you if you're selling a product, you know that you know isn't that good. It's almost like deception. You know. Yeah, it is. It certainly is. Yeah, I mean, you can so, go down to you can go down to the cheap two dollar stores. You know you're buying crap, so yeah. you're, you you expect that to not to last. Um, I like to think, well, okay, I'm I'm charging a bit more premium to what a normal board is, um, and as I said before, there is a lot of a, a lot of hours that go in, go into a board that I, I don't get the money back from. But knowing that I'm selling my boards at a premium, and there's there's even more premium above that, I've got to make sure that that the quality's there. It's it's you just have to make sure the quality's there. Yeah, exactly. It happened to me once, Whitey. Um, I got asked to make a couple of little um, wine bottle holders. You know, it was just a little fold-out thing. Uh, drill a few holes, put a profile around, uh, make your legs. Um, but the person only wanted to spend twenty dollars on each of them, and by the time I got down to the nitty gritty of it, I thought I'm going to be like wasting the time trying to make this. As far as material costs, the time I'm out in the shed, you know, and I thought it's something you can make better and sell at one hundred and twenty dollars and not twenty, and then get some better satisfaction back. As you're saying, uh, with what you make, that, that satisfaction is there, and you know, like yeah, but. Weighing up between um, you're making it for a gift or just to, you know, um, have a product that you'll sell occasionally. That's, you know, that's everyone, everyone's on a different path. So that's, uh, it's quite interesting to hear, hear what path you're on. Um, you're, so just going back a little bit from the, from the initial time you got into like, learning a little bit about the craft uh, until the time you're at the stage now. Um, what sort of inspired you to take little leaps and jumps ahead to get to this stage of your uh, making? I guess it's it's perfectionist in me. I, I just want it to be perfect. Um, and I know there's certain times things cannot be perfect and that's where you learn the tricks of the trade of your hider, hider fault and stuff like that. But it's, it's always been striving to do better than the last time and, and just always make it better. Um, pretty similar to the CNC machine. That, that's version four of a CNC machine that I've built. And I think you guys want to talk about that later on. But I've made that machine four times because I'm always striving to get it better. And it's the same with, with the woodworking. Um, even with the board that I, I gave away that you've got, Chris, it's... Probably more stress goes into that because I know that whoever's getting it, whilst they're getting it for free, they're still expecting something decent. And, and if, if it turned up and it was crap, you're automatically going to think, oh, well, he's given this stuff away. What's 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 his product that he sells for? Is it really going to be comparable? So something that I give away, probably even more time and effort goes into to, to ensure that you as the end and buyer or end receiver of it, you get the best possible product that you could. Just uh, just for the record, I, I never got that board. I, I saw it when it was at Mario's place. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, 
And um, I won it. Ah, yeah, sorry, I, I apologize. I, I wanted to, um, I, I made everyone turn around and I was hoping right. to get it out the uh, shop before they noticed, but yep, no dice, Mexican no dice. bandito. <laughs> Yes. So have you cut on it yet, Dirk? I think last time we spoke... No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I would love to dearly score it or mark it, but my missus says it's too good for that. So... Yeah. You just have to tell her that's what it's made for. That's what I... I, I tried. Blood, sweat and tears went into it. And, I, yeah. I know his wife and um, she doesn't <laughs> listen to him at the best of times. So. <laughs> and if I was to She must have related my wife, is she? <laughs> If I was to use it, there'd be a lot of blood going into it, so I'd leave it up to her. <laughs> and it'd be his blood. Yeah. <laughs> so when I, start, sorry, when I started out with the boards, I, I wasn't selling them at the price that I'm selling them at now. It's it's a, a gradual thing. It's a bit like a supply and demand. Uh, whilst my supply is quite low, because I, I, I build one or two boards at a time, generally one board, I do that, move on to the next one. Um, and that that's... For quality control for me but the supply is is somewhat low for my end so when the demand's there i can then start to tweak where my prices are so i've probably in the last 12 months i've, I've at least doubled my prices so if you were to buy one of my first boards you would have got it at a half price to what i'm selling them now and that that was more to get my name out there to get this is the quality that i'm making um and a lot of those People are return customers that have come back, bought another board, and obviously the price has gone up for them because they've come back later. But they're quite happy to, to pay the extra money because they know they're, they're buying quality. All right, just just a quick question then: How long from start to finish? How long would it take you to make one board? <sighs> I've never really timed it, but there's there's probably at least eight hours. Most of that being the finishing stage of, of it. Um, so I get a lot of I get my timber in raw, I'll mill it down. So there's probably an hour, just in the milling stage to get it square. I'll glue it up. It sits overnight. I'll come back the next day, mill that back up, make it smooth and square again. Cut it into the end grain, glue that back together. So there's probably three or four hours just in that milling cutting stage and gluing. Then it'll come over to the finishing stage where I'll put it on the CNC machine to do the handles. Um, I started off with a router jig, but the perfectionist in me went, well, I've got a CNC machine here that will do the exact same each time, each and every time. So I'm always going to be perfect with that. I'll do that. Then it'll hit the bench and there's probably three, four hours in sanding in each board. So that, that means, uh, like I said, eight, eight, collectively about eight hours work. So he charges, you know, like $100 an hour. So that's 800 bucks a board. Is that how it works? Yeah, probably. And, and that's what I mean. That I, I know that there's a lot more money in those boards than what I'm selling them for. So if I were to charge a per hour rate, I might get one sale. But mm. ultimately, what's the point of building something if no one's going to buy it? Gonna, yeah, exactly. So, speaking of wood, um, in your neck of the woods, where how do you get hold of a supply of uh, Australian hardwood? Is it something that you know people who give it to you, or is it? Uh, I'm lucky enough. I've got a there's a local guy. He's about 20, 30 kilometres away. He's got his own little sawmill, um, and 
yeah, he, he's got all sorts of wood, so I'll, I'll go out and see him, and and he supplies me with with all the wood I've got, uh, and he's he's done so since years and years ago when he started out. So I've, I've we've been sort of customers of each other, if that makes sense. Uh, I've been buying you, stuff. Do you, from ever, do you ever go out there in the work car? <laughs> well, I do drop in and say hello. Okay. <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, Grant, what do you do for a day job? I'm a police officer, highway patrol, but that's soon to change, actually. Staying in the police, but going another route. So watch okay. this space. Watch this space. You're not joining the other other side of the ledger, are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going more a, a suit and tie type position in the job. So. Oh, wow. That's all right. Mm. AFP. So if, if I get a speeding ticket, can I still come to you to get it? Um... Different jurisdiction, mate. Is it really? You laugh at you. Come here, I'll laugh at you about it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, all right. And? Yeah, well, you uh, touched on it before. So let's let's talk Whitey's workshop because yep. it looks quite impressive here looking into the background. And yeah, that's probably half of it, I suppose, or three quarters of it. Yeah, it's, it's a 10 by 7 shed. Uh, I started okay. off in a, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, I can't remember, it's 12 months old now, so it's about 10 by 7. It may be bigger than that. So I can fit three cars in here if all the crap wasn't here. Uh, I originally started off in a little single car space under my house, which is sort of at the front of the yard. And... I kept saying, I need a shed, I need a shed, I need a shed. And then one day the wife said, just get your shed. So within about three days, I think I had the shed booked in, all ready to roll. And she said to me, oh, you didn't stuff around with that. And I said, well, if I stuff around, chances are ideas change and I won't have my shed. So I ended up getting the shed and I just keep filling it with tools now. My father-in-law has always said that, the optimal number of tools is what you've got plus one. So he can't be wrong. Very intelligent man. Yep. Yes. Uh, so I follow his his advice. But yeah, in the shed, I've got the general stuff, table saw, uh, band saw, uh, do have a combination. It's over there. A combination uh, thickness uh, jointer. Yeah, let's just talk quickly about your CNC machine. You said before that you um you made it yourself. It's version yep. four. So uh, the CNC machine I've got here, it's yep. something I've designed up and built myself. I originally started with, uh, I think it's, it was called an XYZ carve back in the day. Yep. So that was many, many years ago. And that, that they were a like an Aussie clone of the X carves. So I started off with one of those, soon realised the limitations that that machine had and the faults the machine had. As, as a learning machine, it was a, a perfect machine um, and I can't fault the supplier of that for that. It just, the repeatability, which which is what I was after to hit that perfectionist of me, wasn't there. So I designed my own machine in a CAD program. I had the parts uh, cut up with a water jet by a local company and just went about building my, my own machine. Built it, found flaws in version one, went to version two and so forth. So, so which brings me to version four and 
it's probably 98% happy with. So there's certain things that I want to fix on it, which will take me to a version 5. But at this stage, they're, they're not make it or break it. They're, I'm happy with the machine. But so do you, are, do, you keep, do you keep the previous versions or do you just rejig the one you got? Uh, originally, what I did was I tried to reuse as many parts as I can from the previous version going across. Um, but version four, I've probably built two and a half machines all up. So there'd be enough spare parts. I, I gave one machine away to a mate. And then there's I've got shelves full of spare parts, which may, in version five, they may come across or I might scrap half of these parts and then go a complete different route. Okay. But, yeah, I generally don't have enough parts left over for another machine. That's interesting. How, how does that uh, built the machine you built compared yep. to say a, a higher end um, one you can purchase? Is is this got any more specs and you know? A, a I've, I've never actually used a, a a retail one as such, so I, I don't know how they they work. This was more of a challenge to myself to see if I can build a machine and fix the flaws in a machine that I had. Um, which which I've, I've ticked those boxes. Um, in regards to a commercial machine, they've probably got a couple of little bells and whistles that this machine doesn't have. But for what I do, uh, it, it works perfect. How how big can you cut on it? Uh, so it's a meter by a meter, but I can cut eight hundred by eight hundred. So I've got a okay. uh, cut an area of eight hundred by eight hundred. Any um, any plans to make them one that'll take a full sheet of ply? I would love to. Uh, I'd love to do a, a full sheet machine. But going that route, I'm going to have to change from the current setup and I'd have to go to uh, like a rack and pinion system just because the, the vast distance, two and a half metres, is, is quite a, a long distance. So something like a rack and pinion system would, would suit there. And I'd also love to do a plasma CNC machine just to do metal. But I'm going to need a bigger shed for that as well. I, I would I would dearly like to see you make um, a YouTube video if you, you know, your next stage of building your own uh, version five. Yep. I reckon that would be quite an interesting thing to be watching, you know, um, because I, I suppose there's a lot of CNC type channels out there, Chris. Yes, but there are. Yep. How many people build them from scratch? Um, not a lot. Not a lot? Not a lot, no. So... Because normally people buy them. I'm one of those blokes. I, I, I wouldn't have the. I, how would I say it? I wouldn't. I don't think I'd have the skills to be able to build a CNC machine like that. I think you would. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, dude. That's right. Keep talking. <laughs> so that's that's why uh, I went and bought the bluey. Um, the blue. Yeah, yeah. Right. From and, Adam. Uh, yeah. Yeah, from Adam. Man, it's it's a great machine. But um, I. You know what? If you if you do a version five or a version six that'll take a full sheet, and you've got plans, I'll buy those plans off you. Yeah, that, that's an idea. I've I've thought about that in the past, but then that's where my perfectionist comes in because then then I've got a machine that I'm selling to yourself, and then I'm worried there's so many different things that can go wrong, and then then you've got customer service. So anyone that that. I give Adam full credit for his, his blue calf because I can only imagine the stupid questions he gets asked about the machine when someone's bought it because it's not doing this and you know, I'm not pointing fingers. 
Well, he got uh, sick of me at one stage, I reckon. I was really, oh, I used to give him that. And, and, if, yeah. and if you're going to sell a machine, you, you have to supply that customer service. You have to do it. You can't just sell a machine and then go cold turkey on them and expect them to sort it out themselves. Yeah. Well, I'm volunteering a guinea pig here to see if the plans are, you know, successful. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share all my plans. I'm, I'm either, I'll give them away for free. I've, I've got nothing to, to gain out of this. This is a personal achievement of mine that I've always wanted to do. Um, it started from another little side gig that I had making mounts for a, a motorbike that it blew up. It got a lot uh, bigger than I expected. I only made one or two for a couple of mates and then all of a sudden they put it on the internet and half the world wanted some. So I constantly, I'm always shipping them overseas. I've got another set I've got to set out today or not today because it's probably holiday but tomorrow in because of the over to the states and i've yeah. got return customers with that and that's what funded the improvement of that one there otherwise i'd still be stuck with my original xyz calf yeah. it's um it's the uh, same as uh shane conlon from diy for knuckleheads he, he went into you know a build project um but then selling plans on his website yeah. And the the one what was it? He did the router table, mm. which attached to his workbench. Was it his workbench? I, I think so, or yeah. something like that. But uh, he said the plans were just selling like hotcakes. Um, you know, it's just and and people a lot of people do look for plans that are both yep. in I suppose uh, imperial and metric or whatever. But um, it's it's that grassroots. If you can see the build, how, how a maker makes it. And then you, you get the detailed plans and you follow that along with the video again. It, it, it is a, you know, it's an extra tool in, yeah. in learning how to it prepare is. and make. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer of open source personally. So I'm, I'm quite happy to uh, give any plans I have away for free because I, my ideas are, are in this box. You've got ideas that are in that box. And if you merge those two boxes together, that ultimately that plan could be, 150% better. So if I sell them to you, you're sort of stuck with just using them. But if, if I offer them out to you for free and let you edit and change them, you might go, hang on a minute, you've, you've, you've done this wrong, you could do it better this way. Then at the end of the day, there's an ultimate better plan that everyone else can use. Um, so I am a firm believer of, of open source. I've got nothing that works that sell their plans. And we've all got to put food on the table. So if that's what works for them go for it i'm starting to think this, this white is too nice a bloke he's, he's just too nice chris no he's, he's not he's a copper no no, no, no. <laughs> no you can have the plans for free <laughs> but no it's um fully understand where you're coming from in when you're saying that too because yeah. it, it's it's within all of us you know like we've probably made a video that's had something a little bit different in it and, um, you know, happily sharing that for nothing. If someone views it and says, that's not a bad idea, I haven't seen that before. I, I think it all comes back to, um, to community. You know, we're all in this together. Um, and, and if I can help you, you can help me. It just makes life so much easier, doesn't it? Mm. Well, uh, and that, that's right. It's, there's nothing wrong with helping someone. It's, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I've come into this hobby 
knowing zero years and years ago. And it's it's just from blokes out there, blokes and women out there that share their knowledge of do it this way. And then that's mm. what brings me up to where I am. And I'm quite happy with whatever knowledge I have in my head here to to give out to anyone. It's it's, it's you just gotta to ask, it. not yeah. It's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So the future future for Wood by Wood by Whitey. What's the uh you know what, what sort of projections have you got for new machines, uh what you want to make, how you want to make it? Yeah, well, this is a probably a tricky one because I think from the first interview we did, life was going a certain way. Now we're under interview number three. Uh, things have sort of changed quite quickly in the last week for me. Um, so I'll be moving sort of out west a bit further. Um, I don't know whether I'm going to have a shed or not yet. So no. Woodbye Whitey, you've heard it here first at the moment. Plans are sort of up in the air. So I, it's for at least, I've got to do study for at least 12 months. So I'll be putting a pause on woodworking. For a 12 months possible okay all right well let's 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 go a step further then yep. um because i asked this question for the last guest that we yep. had yep once once uh whitey retires what's he gonna do if my wife hasn't killed me by then i'll be <laughs> thinking around in the shed version six seven eight of that machine a full sheet cnc machine a plasma cutter machine it'll be um pushing my limits of knowledge and skill as far as I can to try and just make machines. It, it's, that's, that's what makes, makes me thrive is building stuff. Um, and well, yeah, I, think just all make better. Yeah. I think we'll all benefit from that. Yeah. I think a bit of time away from uh, your hobby, you're going to get such uh, itchy feet, and you know, your mind's your mind's gonna the cogs are gonna spin around, or you know, yes. Well, that I think, yeah, and and 3D printing is sort of where I've started to dip my toes in as well. Which I, I've noticed I've been putting a lot more 3D print sort of stuff up on, so I'm almost gonna have to start another page and call it plastic by whitey or something because <laughs> it's getting away from the wood. Um, so at least with the 3D printing stuff, because you've got one, haven't you, Chris? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, they're, they're, they're small. They sit on a desk. They're sort of out of the way. Um, but they can create some great, extraordinary stuff. So, I've been having a ball with it, yeah. Yeah, so, so I think what I'm going to do to keep my mind ticking over will be continue with my 3D printing stuff. Um, if I can get a shed to put all this stuff in, um, fingers crossed, then I'll, I'll continue with woodworking. Uh, but worst case scenario, I might have to put all this into storage for a little bit and sort of take a break from it, which I don't really want to do, but it, it's it's what I've got to do. It's what I've got to do. you got to do what you got to do, mate, to get uh, to keep moving forward. So. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Mm. So, no, no, good on you, mate. It's, um, you know, you got to you got to follow what's most important in life, um, which is your... As you said, putting food on the table, but a secondary thing like a, a hobby is still a healthy uh, byproduct of. You it know, certainly is, yeah, and that's what um, keeps us sane. Yeah, so oh, well, we we might we may miss you for twelve months on Instagram or something, but you know, if 
if you're doing well, the, the three D printing, well, maybe yeah, I'm put... going to try and maintain that. I don't want to just drop off the end of the edge of the earth and disappear. Um, yeah. I still would like to do stuff, but it's obviously it's getting wound way back because this career change that happened all of a sudden. It, it's it's happened quite quick, so it's still a shock to my system, but uh, it's. The, the family's happy. We're all we're all happy for a bit of a change. How, how about if we interview him next week? There might have been another change of plan. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be trying well, to astronaut corps. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you didn't bugger up the first episode, we would have been right. Oh, uh, kick a man when he's down, yeah. eh? <laughs> We can't we can't say what we really would think about him because he's got a gun. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, or, or a taser. Have you got a taser? Do you want to carry a taser? No, I don't. Not with the line of work I do. No. Okay. All right. uh, you should if you meet him, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether a taser is going to help him, but yeah. Oh, geez, cop that. <laughs> no, mate. Look, um, we thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. Third time round, three times. Third time round, yeah. <laughs> if we could get the best of every time we interviewed you, it'd be three times better. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> just... <laughs> At least we got to know each other really well, eh? Yeah. About that. Yeah. Well, I, I got, I'm starting to think you guys might fancy me and deliberately stuff up the file and just to. He's I'm onto quite us. happy to chat. He's, free, he's, he's right. onto us. He's onto us. He's worked us out. <laughs> Some people are smarter than us, Chris. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I think everyone's smarter than us. <laughs> but um, this year, if there's a if there's a potential maker meetup in Sydney town, would that be something that you may want to? Most definitely, I'd love to do that as long as I can work that around my new work uh, yep. schedule, which I. I it's going to give me a lot more weekends off, so, and I'm assuming you, the meetup meet will be on the weekend, so I most definitely mm. would love the, the turn. Well, we're, we're, we've actually got a plan of getting up to um, to Sydney. I think August August is a date that keeps getting um, thrown around for the uh, the woodworking shop there. Yeah. So I think we're going to try and get up there at that time. So. Yeah, I'd love to come. It's it's like I said, I'm, I'm not going to can this. This isn't getting turned off. It's still going to be. There, it's just, it's just taking the back seat for, for the time being. Yeah, yeah, for the time being. Yeah, that's all right. And and if he has to chase us for anything, we go to Canberra. Yeah, because he's out of jurisdiction there. That's too. right too. Yeah. <laughs> or are you going to Canberra for other reasons? No, 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 no comment. No, no comment. Video. <laughs> Don't buy videos anymore. No, we make our own. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that, that sounded wrong. You have to edit that bit out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, on that note, yeah. um, for the third time, thank you very much for, no uh, for sharing your time with us. And uh, we'll more than likely have you on again uh, one day uh, when, when you're free. And, yeah. Um, and we have panel discussions from time to time, which yep. uh just trying to get, you know, different ideas from different makers, the, the YouTubers, wherever they're from, you know. Uh, just to have a bit of a collaboration of sorts in, in as far as what we talk about. Yeah. And, you know, normally there's a good outcome because we, we shut up and the magic happens. Yeah, let other people talk. So. <laughs> we just sit there and nod like we're, uh, we know what we're talking about. 
<laughs> yeah, I'd love to join on something like that. Like I said, I'm I'm happy to, to help anyone. It's it's I've got no need to to, to bottle up whatever knowledge I have. I'm, 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 if there was a way we could plug into each other's brains and download it somewhere, that'd, that'd be awesome, but we, we can't. So we've got to talk crap like we're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be like Homer Simpson's brain. Yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of echo out of my head, but anyway. <laughs> hello. 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 <laughs> All right, Whitey. Thanks, thanks heaps, mate. Uh, you're a legend like you. every other guest. Yep, we, we love having you on and um, uh, look forward to the future of seeing you back on our show, Measure Twice, Cut Once, mate. Hit me up whenever and anyone else. As I said, I'm, I'm, I'm on Instagram mostly. I do have Facebook. Yep. I've got a little bit of a TikTok thing happening and some YouTube stuff. Because uh, of my job, I try not to put my face on, on screen, but one of my New Year's resolutions was put my face up on screen and so yeah. when you guys hit me up for an interview, I thought Why not? perfect. Beautiful. Terrific. All right. Thank Thanks you again, much, Whitey. Man. Have a good uh, have a good day. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, mate. Yep. Will do. All right. See you guys. Bye. Cheers, mate. G'day, Moss. How are you, Harry? Good, thank you. I'm looking at doing a little bit of epoxy work. Yes, I can help you there. Do you have a product? I do. Who, who does it come from? It comes from Hammeroo. Let me have a look, please. My, my, that looks like a two-part mix. It is a two-part mix, and it's a two-to-one mix, as it says on the bottom. Is it made in Australia? It is. I might take a few more, then. Well, I only have these. I'll take those. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Harry. You're welcome, boss. Forgot the paint. <laughs> G'day bud. How you going fella? I'm good mate. Listen, have you got any blanks from Mind Matter Create? I certainly do. I, I just happen to have them here in front of you. Okay, I want to buy them please because I'm going to turn some pens. It's a pleasure to be able to do business. Here they are sir. And uh, many happy returns on your pen making endeavours. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, sir, you have to pay for them. So there you go, another fantastic uh, interview, E, we've had on, yep. Woodbye Whitey. Woodbye Whitey. And he's got to be one of the nicest guys out on the Instagram anywhere. He is. He is. He's, a, he's a genuine guy. That's, that's how I like to uh, describe him. He's a genuine bloke. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, as, as we've said, like, life is long and we've got this show we, we want to, you know, keep making and uh, also getting past guests back into some sort of panel conversation, which we have to do for this series too. Do we? Do we have to do one? We, I think we do. Yeah, I, I think yeah. so. Um, Maybe that's an idea someone can come up with. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, let me... Uh, it's a segue. You've got to pick up the thing and show people. Oh, that's right, Chris. Well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I've got it now. <laughs> yes, we are having a, um, a giveaway. Uh, this will probably be presented at the end of the year, yep. end of the season, sorry. End of the season, yeah. The way, the way we're interviewing the same guest, it might be the end of the year, Chris. <laughs> but um, this is a, a gift given from Rob Paulini, 
I was going to say, Rob, from Paolini. It sounds all right too, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it has a ring to it. Yeah. It's a $100 Bunnings gift card, and it's only for use in Australia. Why, Chris? So it's only it's only for Australian residents. Yeah. Yes. Because we don't have a Home Depot. Depot. Home Depot or a Lowe's or whatever. Lowe's you or anything like that, yeah. So. so sorry to our Yankee friends. Now, we have to always say this. If you enjoy this show, mm. please subscribe. Yes. Hit the notification bell. Yes. It's a thing that looks like a bell. Yep. And hit everything we do. Mm. And we'll be in your house with a new show. As oh, I, I think... I think you're going about this the wrong way because you, want, work, you want people to, to watch our show, not scare them off. Oh, okay. All Come right. into your house we'll, once a week. We'll try different tactics, mate. <laughs> yeah. So, no, thank you, everyone. Leave a comment. Chris will answer. And um, he doesn't do much else. So, <laughs> all, all that having been said, I'm going to sign off by saying, hooroo for now. Hooroo. That's my tag. What? I can't say it. What are you going to say? I'm going to say bye for now. Ciao. Ciao. Well, that's his tag. <laughs>